1: championship
2: belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in to the LakersNation.com live postgame show. Your Lakers just picked up a win over the Detroit Pistons to finish off the road trip. Leaves them 500 on the road trip at 3-3. Now they're going to head back home and get ready for a tough matchup against the Boston Celtics coming up on Tuesday. But we're going to break down this game tonight. And joining me is Jeff Spiegel, who's pulling double duty. He's got Dodgers <laughs> stuff to do right after this. Jeff, how are you doing? We're doing good. You know,
1: it's, it, it didn't look pretty, but the Lakers won. And I saw somebody in the chat say, you know, that's all that matters. And I
2: agree. They got the win, which with this team,
1: you don't take for granted. So good night there, for the
2: Lakers. There were some nervous minutes. There were some moments where I didn't think the Lakers looked all that focused, uh, where I was concerned that they might <laughs> find a way to lose that game to a very bad Pistons team. Uh, But, but when the final buzzer sounded, the Lakers won the game and that, that is the most important thing to come out of this is you go 500 on the road trip that lets you perhaps do some things and look forward to a brighter future. Yeah,
1: these are the games that if you're the Lakers and you want to improve and you want to build towards a playoff spot and all of that kind of thing. Honestly, to me, these are the types of games that matter more. These are the games that I'm more interested in is you need to have these. These need to be automatic wins if you're the Lakers. And if you want to dig out of the hole, they got themselves in to start. And so, yes, the, wins over, the win over Milwaukee is great. But in a lot of ways, these are the games that it's like, all right, you have to have these. You cannot let them slip away. And tonight, they almost did, but almost doesn't count.
2: So on the night. Anthony Davis, fantastic. 34 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 12 of 18 shooting. LeBron, 14 of 24. It didn't feel like he was 14 of 24 watching the game. Some of the shot selection was not great, but hard to complain when he shoots 14 of 24 from the field. 5 boards, 5 assists, 35 points, 18 for Lonnie Walker chipping in there, 11 for Russell Westbrook, and a big 3 from Austin Reeves had nine points and hits the big three to seal the win for the Lakers. You look at the stats, yeah. and you think, okay, LeBron shoots better than fifty percent. AD does too. They both go thirty-four and thirty-five points. Lonnie chips in eighteen. Lakers shoot fifty-five percent from the field, forty-two percent from three. They turn the ball over eleven times. Why was this game close? If this was, if you got that production.
1: Yeah, it's because you look down the rest of the stat sheet and you've got Beverly one for five, five points, Schroeder tw- two for six, five points, mm-hmm. Troy Brown 0 for two, two points, Thomas Bryant, two for four, five points. You know, Austin Reeves had six points up until the last seconds of this one. Kendrick Nunn, three scoreless minutes. Um, so, that you know, it's an interesting back and forth from the Lakers because there have been lots of games where it's like, man, they just need one more guy to step up. And you've got a bunch of guys kind of in that 9 to 10 range. Tonight was the opposite. Lonnie Walker gives you 18. You know, Russ was good for most of his time out there. Lots of turnovers at the end. And we'll get into what what happened to him, why he wasn't playing at all in the fourth quarter. But then there was a huge drop off, a bunch of guys in that 4, 5, 6 range. And, and they needed just a little bit more from their bench. Again, Reeves comes up with the big shot. And that's why they end up winning. If not for that shot, we might be having a different postgame show here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. 38 points for Boyan Bogdanovic on the other side in a fantastic Lakers audition. Did all the things the Lakers would be looking for him to do. Six for 12 from three in this one. Eight of eight with the free throw line. Then you had Jaden Ivey, who I thought made some spectacular plays. 16 points. But you mentioned a lot of the other guys, you know, five points or whatever for, for Patrick Beverly. Five points for Shooter. Then you go and you look at the Pistons, Yeah. and you've got 10 for Bagley, 14 for Sadiq Bey, 11 for Alec Burks. That adds up, and it cuts into the production that LeBron and AD are giving you when you compare it to what you're getting from the Lakers, other guys. And so that was a uh, that was an issue, and part of the reason why we saw this game be so close down the stretch. But again, ultimately, the Lakers get the win. Uh, let's start with an award here, and let's let's go with this one:
0: Superstar of the Night.
2: So LeBron, AD, both impressive stat lines. Who gets the nod for superstar of the night? Yeah, I'm
1: going to go with Anthony Davis for me. uh, 12 of 18. I mean, the efficiency from him, pretty remarkable. Obviously, 15 rebounds. You look down the rest of the stat sheet, nobody else in the Lakers had more than five rebounds. So Anthony Davis dominating there. He uh, was second on the team behind Russell Westbrook in assists. So give me Anthony Davis, star of the game. Uh, I just like the efficiency. I'd like to see more aggressiveness.
2: I mean, if you're shooting 70% from the floor, keep shooting. Yeah, I mean, A.D., I can't argue with that. He would be my pick as well. It looks so different when A.D. is on the floor versus off. Just, yeah. I mean, it, it is so remarkable how different this team is when A.D. is out there, and uh, he's so key to everything they do, whether it's rebounding the basketball, defending, protecting the rim. They don't really have anybody else that can protect the rim like he can. Not no. that there's a lot of guys around the league who can protect the rim the way he can, but he's incredible. The offensive end, I still would like to see him get even more involved on offense yeah. but man it absolutely incredible uh shea jordan with another storyline from this one russell westbrook benched in the fourth quarter thoughts on on that you mentioned on our live stream uh over on playback that it looked like russ had ice on his knees maybe this was a uh injury management situation i'm curious to see what comes out afterwards 11 yeah. points nine assists for Russ. just 21 minutes played though
1: yeah i'll start by saying interesting game for russ because there is a stretch when we're in the live stream and russ is absolutely dominating he was three for three from the floor at one point with like eight or nine assists Mm -hmm. he made incredible passes to lebron cutting to the hoop he had a great pass to ad underneath and he was playing great we kept saying wow eight eight assists no turnovers hasn't missed yet well the end of his time on the floor was the exact opposite he finishes with four turnovers which i believe was the most on the uh on the team um But yeah, I mean, as far as why he wasn't in the fourth, I kept watching. I was like, all right, seven-minute mark, not in. Five-minute mark, not in. And then they cut to sort of a wide shot, and he's down on the floor underneath the basket with two huge ice packs. I'm like, well, there's no way a guy comes in (laughs) after putting ice packs like that on their knees. So I've got to assume that this had nothing to do with his play and everything to do with just resting him. Um, You mentioned it's been a long road trip. They played an overtime game the other night. So that's my guess. I, I I can't imagine they benched him, right? Like, Did you see anything egregious enough in how he was playing to where Dennis Schroeder, a guy who's usually not closing out games, was closing out games for the Lakers?
2: No, and, and now I think Russ made mistakes down the stretch in the last game. So maybe it was a response to that. Uh, maybe Darvin Ham really liked Schroeder defending Bogdanovich, just being a little bit more pesky. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see after the game if it was, you know, Russ was fatigued or whatever, but he didn't close out the game. But you know what? There's been a lot of Lakers fans calling for that, for Russ not to close out games, and uh, they got that tonight. Uh, Yeah,
1: and it it wasn't just close. I mean, he didn't even play in the fourth. Like, it'd be one thing if he had come in, you know, in the nine-minute mark and taken out the five. For him to sit, the entire fourth feels premeditated to me.
2: Yeah, I wonder if this was part of the plan. curious (laughs) to see what Darvin Ham has to say after the game. Kyle Hampton said, hey, I swept the boss. The moment Detroit came out in green and white, my first thought was destroy good win a little too close got to clean that up by tuesday we must beat the celtics i would imagine the celtics are going to be a double-digit favorite going into the game on tuesday um they've been just i mean steamrolling everybody so as much as we say must beat celtics i don't like do the lakers players feel the same way about the celtics as lakers fans do i don't yeah i don't it's a great question yeah, I,
1: I mean, I, I can't imagine they feel as strongly as fans do. Um, right. Does LeBron like hate the Celtics more than he hates any other team in the league? I I find it hard to believe he does. Um, you know, because the the names and faces change. It's not like they have beef with Tatum or beef with Jalen Brown or anything like that. So I, I find it hard to believe that that those guys have any extra you know animosity for mm-hmm. for the Celtics. Unfortunately, because I know that as as fans, that's not what we want to hear.
2: No. Uh, it was weird seeing the Pistons in green. I actually liked those jerseys, but it was weird seeing the Pistons wear those those colors.
1: Yeah, hey, D- Dodgers, we had the Dodgers D on the uh, on the Detroit. Yeah, at one point, uh, the announcers called them Milwaukee, which felt fair because it was Milwaukee Bucks green. And we just played Milwaukee. But yeah, you and I, we keep joking. Every time we're on playback together, it feels like somebody's wearing a jersey that doesn't right. match up at all with their team's colors. And that was
2: certainly the case tonight. Koa says, how was this a close game? Was livid when Russ uh, was turned over, gave up the three, and then took a three with 38 seconds left. Good bounce before Braun. The, uh, the game screamed trade for Bogdanovich. So Russ took a two-for-one that we don't typically like. We've talked about this. A two-for-one where it's a Russell Westbrook three is not a good idea. Yeah. Um, you're probably better off mathematically just finding a better better shot. Um, even if you do ruin the two for one opportunity, but then, uh, William Bogdanovich, 38 points. This was a hell of an, of an audition. If the Lakers are going to try to trade for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, what wasn't to like, obviously, you know, he, he didn't close the game as strongly, but the the performance he put on, I think he had 25 points in the third quarter. He was absolutely unconscious. I mean, he couldn't miss guys in his face. He gives you size. He gives you three point shooting. He gives you playmaking ability. He shoots the free throw. Well, I mean, he gave you absolutely. He he really is everything that the Lakers are looking for in a wing in many ways. And so, I agree. It it screams that they need to trade for him. Your conversation with me on the on the playback was: Is there a value fit somewhere? Like, if it's not a first, then is there a fit here? And and I would say I I struggle to find find the answer to that being yes. I mean, like maybe it's is Max Christie like is a guy like that available in a trade once you get the salaries to match. Would you do Max Christie in a couple seconds or something like that? I think that's probably as close as you could get because I'm with you. I don't think the Lakers would move a first even if, it's, even if it's protected because protecting a first and trading it prevents you from trading future picks as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I'm Detroit, I want a first. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm saying you just traded Kelly Olynyk for this guy. <laughs> like I'm not – I'm not going to be the team to suddenly allow you to flip him for that much more value with a first round pick, particularly if it's like an unprotected first that they want or something like that. But then again, if I'm, if I'm Detroit, I don't really want a second or whatever for him. So you got to figure out some kind of middle ground there. Uh, Ace of hearts, great win, but gotta hit Sadiq Bay. Nothing he shoots looks like it's supposed to go in. I kind of have that sense with all of the Pistons (laughs) players and yet that they made a lot of shots tonight.
1: Yeah. 17 of 45 from three, but, at, at, I mean, I want to know how many of those they missed in a row because they were shooting 57% from three at one point, something like that. Or maybe it was 40%. Maybe it was 17 of 35. Like, I think they might have missed their last eight or nine threes. I'll have to go back and look at the play log for that. But uh, I'm with you. A lot of ugly shots put up by Detroit. And uh, and yet, you know, for most of the game, it felt like a lot of them were going in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, Frustrating, especially in that third when uh, Bogdanovich went nuts. Uh, this this comment says, would you, or question says, would you do Pat Bev none and an unprotected first for Kuzma and Denny Avdia? Uh, yeah, I would do that. I mean, yeah. Kuzma is, is essentially the switchy defender with some size that can rebound that, that you need. Yeah, I'm all in on Kuzma. So easy one for me. Irony. Irony for the Lakers. Justin, Ham's rotation is really getting on my nerves. Ham needs to be told Lonnie is the third player on this team and should finish every game. Beverly and Dennis played 56 combined minutes and made three shots. Lonnie can definitely give you that offensive punch. The problem was the Lakers were searching for somebody to slow down Bogdanovich. And I Mm -hmm. think that's why we saw so much Beverly and and Schroeder. But nonetheless, I think in general, we probably do need to see a bit more Lonnie Walker just as a general statement.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I I think he struggled defensively in the fourth. Um, There were some pretty bad moments for him. Um, And so... You know, I think that just hurt him. Like you said, I think they just prioritize defense because as much as you'd like to have a third score when you've got LeBron and AD on the floor for the final two or three minutes, you don't necessarily need a third score. You're pretty much going to get AD or LeBron shooting every single time. And so if you can trade a little bit of flexibility on the offensive end for some uh, for an upgrade on the defensive end, clearly that's what Darvin
2: Ham was all about. Now, Lonnie on the season is averaging just under 31 minutes per game. So that's not bad. 16 points, 31 minutes per game. It, but it feels like the big moments he's not out there for. Yeah,
1: so yeah, no. And, and, I mean, even his offensively, like, it felt like he hit a... Obviously, he scored a bunch of points, but it felt like they were... I, I don't know how to say it. Like, it was, like, right at the beginning of the game, right at the beginning of the third quarter. Like, he wasn't necessarily coming up with huge shots and huge moments. It was sort of, you know, a very pedestrian... 18 points from Lonnie Walker.
2: It was all in the flow of the offense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean that negatively, you know, Reeves ends up having the biggest shot of the game in a game where Lonnie Walker was much better than Austin Reeves. Like
2: it was just one one of those kinds of nights. Right. Right. Nico Sabato said Lakers literally literally chose Pat Bev over Boyan. I don't, I don't know that for sure. Um, If they did, then that's, then they absolutely deserve criticism for that. But we don't, we don't know that that was on the table. That the, yeah. I mean, that the Jazz would have given up Boyan for just THT.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. By saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast, indeed.com/ dot slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we talked about this a little bit. It's not a great look that that the, both those guys were on the same team and available, and, and Patrick Beverly came to the Lakers first. Um, but to your point, like, was there was there another piece that the Lakers had that would have moved the needle enough to get Boyan? Um, I'm guessing no.
2: Mamba mentality, great win, fam. What does Reeves need to do to start? His stats are better than Dennis or Bev. Also, where Bev, Dennis agreed to start when signing, or has Ham enforcing this like Vogel? Small golf ball gives us a slow start. Um, meaning like, did were they promised a starting job when they brought over? brought over? Is that why that's happening? I don't know. I mean, Jeff, you've got kind of a unique opinion on Austin Reeves starting where you you're okay with him coming off the bench and somebody else starting for him.
1: Yeah. And and when people hear that, I want you to know it's not a knock on Austin Reeves. I am pro Austin Reeves. I think he's definitely in the Lakers best lineup. Um, My my take is when Anthony Davis and LeBron are on the floor, there is less of a need for Austin Reeves skill set. Um, it is more valuable to the Lakers on the second unit with Russell Westbrook and Thomas Bryant and those types of guys because it just gives him more opportunity to be one of the, if not the focal point of the offense. And so I would much rather have a guy like Dennis Schroeder who doesn't need to to get up his shots necessarily be in the starting lineup and then allow Austin Reeves to be the second guy. Now, we also talked about I'm not at all a Pat Bev guy, so I'm not like saying I prefer Pat Bev to Austin Reeves at all. Clearly, Pat Bev is going to play a lot, and so if you're telling me, hey, one of these guys is going to play on the first unit and one of these guys is going to play on the second unit, I would much rather have Austin Reeves on the second unit and that that he gets more minutes, obviously,
2: than Beverly, but I like his skill set better with the second unit. It does work well with the second unit, but I still think you need a move in order to add some size to the starting unit. Yeah, I think that's that's a problem. I don't know if you solve that with Reeves, but I mean, 29 minutes on the night for Austin Reeves. I'll uh, I'll take that for him. Uh, trade for Boyan. He would be perfect. 43%. Could you imagine him with AD and LeBron? Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. The question is, are you willing to give up a first for a 33-year-old? He's going to be 34 soon. That's where it becomes a challenge. But yes, he would be a great fit for the Lakers if you can get him. Yep, yep. Senpai, schedule coming up is rough. Hopefully a trade soon. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, you've got Boston coming up on, on Tuesday. Uh, after that, you've got Denver, Washington, Phoenix, Sacramento, Charlotte. So you better win the Washington and Charlotte games in there. And then I think you got to try to sneak a win somewhere. But you need to win one of Boston, Denver, Phoenix, Sacramento. you got to win one of those. Uh, again, trying to stay 500. Uh, just in terms of where you're at right now, you got to somehow win one of Boston, Denver, Phoenix, Sacramento, and then make sure you beat Washington and Charlotte. I mean, Trevor, it's got to make
1: you feel good. They just went toe to toe and beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee, right? I mean, like that. going into a Boston game, at least these guys will have confidence that they can do it. You know, AD and LeBron are going to have confidence every single time they step on the floor. But I'm thinking for the Austin Reeves of the world, those guys are going to say, hey, we just went into Milwaukee and beat them now. Boston is better than Milwaukee, but both those teams are, are in the upper echelon in the right East. There. And so um I, I think there is, you know, it's gotta be a confidence builder.
2: Maddie James, good comeback game for LeBron. Played aggressively on both ends. What's up with LeBron in this team? He's always elbowing someone. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, he did kind of throw that elbow a little bit on the drive. I think he was just trying to create separation, but uh at least he didn't come up into the into the face area there.
1: Yeah, we didn't we didn't bust anybody open this time, thankfully. That's right.
2: That's right. Uh, Super dope hip hop. Bogey updated uh, 2023 stats, 2022, 2023 stats, 21, 4, 2, and 1 on 51, 44, 89, Uh, being in the starting lineup all year, replacing Beverly Lakers, 15, 11 instead of 11 and 15. So if you had Bogdanovich on the team, do you think they're, what's their record? I mean, it would definitely be better. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean a four game swing in some ways feels like a ton, and in other ways it feels like he's way better than Patrick Beverly. So I, I could, you know, I think that's not out out of the realm of possibility. A three ish game swing in the other direction. I mean they've lost some close ones, so it's not like you know you would need a ton to to flip the results in those.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this was look, this was Boyon's Lakers audition or one of them. This was yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, Aaron, not enough shooting. DeRozan, Kuz, Turner healed. I don't know if Turner is available anymore because the Pacers have been playing so well. Uh, But those are all guys you could be interested in. Rosen doesn't bring a ton of shooting, but he can hit the mid-range at least. Uh, Kuzma uh, can shoot adequately for a bigger player uh, from the perimeter. Heald, yeah, he can help you out there too. They need to find somebody. They need to get somebody, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think DeRozan would be nice as a playmaker, but I'm not sure he really brings what you what you actually need. I mean, we talked about it. There was a play where Anthony Davis was getting doubled, and it was because Dennis Schroeder's man had no respect for him as a three-point shooter, and the same goes for Patrick Beverly. And we were talking about it. I said, hey, imagine if that's Buddy Heald right there and he and AD are isolated on one side of the floor. You can't help off of Buddy Heald in the same way they're helping off of the Lakers perimeter shooters right now. And so um, th- that's the need. As AD gets more and more double teams, which will continue to happen, can you find enough guys around him? Austin Reeves has shot the ball well. Can you find enough guys like that to force teams, to punish teams in those moments?
2: Right, right, absolutely. All right, let's check this out. Star in your role. All right, so who was the best of the Lakers' other guys tonight? What would you think?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go sort of for a, for a moment more than a player, and I'm gonna say Austin Reeves. I know it wasn't the best game that he's had, but I, I posted this on Twitter. Like the more I watch the replay of the shot that he hit, basically to ice this game, I am so blown away by it. Like I, I would encourage everybody to go back and find a clip of it because LeBron makes a great play, drives to the to hoop. Kicks it to Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves catches it on the left side of his body, below his kneecap. And yet somehow, in one fluid motion, pulls it up to his right side, perfect form, swish, in an instant with a guy coming right at him. It was an unbelievable shot. Just the shot itself, making the shot, is impressive. But when you watch it in slow-mo, I mean, look where the ball is caught at. It's a great catch. And for him to collect it as quickly as he does and get it up, remarkable. The Lakers needed that bucket couple games in a row where he's had the biggest shot for the Lakers. So, I'm going to give it to Austin Reeves just because of the shot that I thought was the most
2: important on the night. Yeah, Rocky Delgado agrees with you says can we name Reeves Mr. Clutch? That was indeed a great shot by him. Uh, I like seeing that one and then I think Lonnie Walker deserves yeah. some praise for just just for being steady and hitting the big shots that he did uh all within the flow of of the offense, which is yeah. great to see. Uh Salvador says, I think it's time to make a move for Bogdanovich, Pat Bev and Nun and a first top ten protected. Boyan is a win now move. The age shouldn't scare us. I am concerned about the age, but if you if you get into a protected first, that's where I start to feel a bit better about it at least.
1: Yeah. The age doesn't worry me as much because I would just be thinking, hey, we're trying to maximize this LeBron window and, and Boyan fits into that. Um so I think I think he of a lot of the guys we're talking about is probably the best fit. Um, combined with maybe the the most affordable um, of the the impact guys, and so I'd be interested. Again, the protected pick makes me feel a little bit better, but it, you know, like I've said, if you trade the twenty twenty seven protected first round pick, that's yet that's one less asset that you have next off season and moving mm-hmm. forward. Even though it's protected, um, you you can't trade anything.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Panthers said. Lonnie Walker and Reeves are okay, but not get 30 minutes a night on a real contender. This team needs better, more consistent role players. You just need more depth in general. You don't want Reeves to have to be your third or fourth guy every single night. It's more of if he's your sixth or seventh guy that every once in a while pops off and has a big game. That's the more ideal situation for the Lakers and any team, really. Same thing with Lonnie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with the premise that they they wouldn't get 30 minutes on a night. Like, I mean, I think they're 15 to 22 minute guys. Lonnie Walker, I have a little bit ahead of Reeves. I think he's played really well. He's maybe a 22 to 25 minute guy on a contender. Um, but, but yeah, I agree. Those are the guys, like I've said, you want those guys to be your number seven and number eight players, not your number three and number four. That's the issue.
2: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Love Lamar said, Russ for Boyan, Bay, Burks, anyone with height Oh, they, they do need more size on this team period. They need more wings. We'll see if they can get it done. It's gonna be it's not gonna be easy. Much easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh this one says thought and how far do we go if we trade none, Damien, and one of the one point eight million contracts, so veteran minimum for Sadiq Bey, Knox, Isaiah Stewart, and a rust trade. Um, I, I don't see why the Pistons would do that, why they would trade those guys, unless you're adding draft capital to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Ace of Hearts, Boston will be tough considering we have no wings, but if Horford is still out, AD should have a monster game against Grant, Blake, et cetera. Yeah, we'll see if Horford plays. It's going to be the second night of a back-to-back for the the Celtics who are taking on the Clippers tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I mean, AD is going to have to be monstrous for the Lakers to have a shot in that one.
1: Yeah, it's the Milwaukee blueprint. I mean, what he have in that game? He was absolutely insanely dominant. And so that's what, and they barely won. I mean, that's what you need. You need LeBron at his peak and AD at his peak, and you might have a chance.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into our favorite award of the night the Master Lock.
0: Master Lock of the Night.
2: Okay, who or what from this game are you putting in the master lock, the most annoying thing? What was it? Boyan's third
1: quarter, like just yes. the entire third quarter, 25 points from him. He was absolutely unconscious. As a, If I was an unbiased NBA fan, that would have been an absolute pleasure to watch. But in this case, he was absolutely destructive against the Lakers. And so give me the third quarter of Boyan.
2: Yeah, agreed. Uh, that That is a very worthy master lock for me. I will go with uh, offensive rebounds that the Lakers gave up down the stretch. Those were um, not good. Not good seeing the Lakers uh, still have trouble on the offensive boards. So that's something that I think is master lock worthy, probably behind Boyan. But since he took that one, I wanted to go with something a little bit different there. Um, All right, we're going to do a couple more. This will be a shorter show tonight. I know Jeff's got places to go and stuff, and he's got some stuff to do for Dodgers. I've got to get going in a moment here as well. So let's just do a couple more here. Any super chats that I didn't get to yet, I'll add into tomorrow's show. Uh, Andrew Escamilla said, when we lose this kind of game last year, predictions for Boston Tuesday, is there a Dallas-Lakers trade somehow? Tuesday is going to be tough. I'm expecting pain in that one. And then if that's not what happens, I'll just be pleasantly surprised. But uh, Dallas and Lakers, I don't see them as great trade partners.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on the Dallas piece. I mean, the Boston thing, I, I think it was, uh, I was listening to the Bill Simmons the other day and he was talking about how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, those two guys, the combined points per game that they're averaging is like historic levels, uh, more than Shaq and Kobe in their peaks. And so it's pretty remarkable what Boston is going to do. Um, I, I hope the, do- the Lakers can, uh, can just sort of hang around and keep that one competitive and close.
2: Uh, Jeremy says, "As a fan base, we got to start talking about other teams' players, is that they're already on the team? It's coming off as desperate. This is why everyone clowns Lakers fans. Everybody talks about players on other teams and trades. That's one of the exciting. Th- it's one of the reasons why this is a 365 day uh, year league, uh, because of the transaction game, because of the game within the game. And so, I don't look at the discussion of other players and stuff as something negative about the fan base." Um, Most teams' fans talk about other players a lot. Just there's a lot more Lakers fans than there are others, so maybe it's more noticeable because of that. But, I mean, we all know that as presently constructed, this team isn't going to go anywhere, right? Maybe they make a play and run, but that's probably about it. As presently constructed, this team doesn't have enough. So, of course, that's going to push a lot of the conversation to what can they do to take this to the next level and that's going to lead to transactions and all of that if this team was the one seed yeah we'd probably be talking a lot less about what players can they go get what can they do on the trade market but the reality of the situation is they need a trade and so i think that's that's going to drive discussion in that direction
1: yeah and look it's a team that has a history of making those kinds of trades so i understand from the outside why people don't like it but If you're a Lakers fan, you've just seen it happen. We spoke the Anthony Davis trade basically into existence, it felt like. And so as long as you've got a couple of those in your back pocket, you're going to continue thinking that the future, the the moves are there. Because these things, it's the NBA. These things sort of tend to work themselves out exactly as most people think they will. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Who cares what other fan fan bases think, I guess, is the last thing I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's true. All right, everybody. Again, I said we would have to do a shorter show tonight. Oh, somebody said, Trevor, wash that that shirt. I've got like eight of these at, at this point. I'm not wearing the same one every single show. Um, yeah, we've got multiple shirts, man. It's okay. <laughs> Everything is just fine. <laughs> but In any event, thank you guys for joining us. Had to do a bit shorter show tonight, but we'll have a fresh podcast out tomorrow. Any of the Super Chats that came in that I didn't get to yet, I will put on to tomorrow's show. The Lakers get the win. Now head back home to take on the Celtics on Tuesday. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Oh, oh,
0: oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability